In this episode, we're talking about strawberry sorbet. Fresh, delicious, and with only three ingredients, you'll be able to make this infused treat in no time and it will not disappoint. Welcome to Bite Me, the show about edibles where I help you take control of your high life. I'm your host, Marge, and I just want to take a second to say thank you for listening. This show would not be happening if it weren't for people like you wanting to learn more and get creative with making cannabis edibles. So thanks for being here. I really appreciate you. Now, a little bit of housekeeping before we get into the meat and potatoes of this particular episode. The cookbook giveaway that I was doing after I had Ashley and Dennis on the show from the Green Light Project, I'm happy to announce if you guys are listening out there, Debbie and Dan were winners of the e-cookbook giveaway, Smoke from the Pot. So you'll probably have already heard from them at the time of this recording, at the time that this has been released. So that's great for you guys. I'm really happy for you. It's a wonderful cookbook. I did have a chance to make the guacamole that they shared from that cookbook, which if you haven't heard that episode yet, the guacamole recipe is over on bitemepodcast.com on the episode webpage for that one. So check that one out. It might actually also be in the recipes page. I've been trying to update that recently with some of the recipes that I've been posting online over there. So you might find that there too. I can't remember if the guacamole made it there yet. If not, it'll be there soon. But regardless, you can find it on the episode page. Definitely worth making. It makes a lot too. So if you're having a gang of people over, uh, socially distance or people in your bubble or whatever it might be during this. uh, We're still in sort of weird times as far as this recording goes, but it will be a crowd pleaser for sure. So if you haven't already checked out that episode, I do recommend you go do that. And you can always go to their website as well and find the cookbook there if you're interested. And I believe they also have it on Amazon, Smoke from the Pot as a Kindle edition too. So uh, check that out. Now, what we're talking about today is strawberry sorbet. And I knew that we're sort of mid-July right now. By the time this comes out, strawberries are definitely in season. And I happened to pick up some strawberries recently at my local farmer's market. And holy shit, they did not disappoint. They were bursting with flavor. They were incredibly fresh. They were delicious, deep, red juicy strawberries, so good. And compared to the ones that you often find at the grocery store that have been picked and then traveled in a truck for who knows how long, definitely a noticeable difference. So strawberries in season are one of the best things, one of the nice little life's little pleasures. And the nice thing about making a a frozen treat like this is it gives you an opportunity, not only to infuse it, of course, which is why we're here, but it also gives us the opportunity to retain some of that flavor past the date of freshness. So obviously strawberries aren't going to be in season all year round, but with this sorbet, you're going to be able to extend the life of that season just a little bit and surprisingly not lose any of the of the flavor. I was pretty impressed. This particular recipe, a strawberry sorbet recipe that I found online, is only three ingredients. Now, I had to look a little bit to find a sorbet recipe. I knew I wanted to make sorbet with these strawberries because sorbet is a pretty simple fit pretty simple treat to make. And if you've been listening to the show for any length of time, you know I like simple versus complicated because I'm busy, you're busy, and sometimes fitting in the time to make edibles 
you know, you got to find the time to do it. So when it comes to finding a good recipe, you don't always want to be spending a shit ton of time trying to find something suitable. So that's part of the work that I do for you guys is finding the great recipes that will serve you in this mission for quick, easy and tasty edibles. And the tricky part is a lot of sorbets call for juices or fruits, but they also call for a lot of sugar. And while I have infused a lot, uh, I have infused sugar before, I don't think it would lend itself as nicely to this recipe as the one that I did find, which has honey in it in lieu of sugar. And of course, honey, I personally think is easier to infuse and a little bit healthier than sugar. So you have some medicinal properties, if you will, from if you're using, especially if you're using unpasteurized honey and it's easily infusible and honey can be used in a myriad of different ways. So that's another advantage. Again, I think the tequila lime pops was a honey-based infused or a honey-based recipe. So you can go back and use it for that too, if you haven't infused any honey recently. And it's something you can also pick up if you're at a farmer's market or something. There's always somebody there selling some fresh honey. So from a health standpoint, that's a consideration. If you don't really give a shit about that, I just find honey's easier to infuse versus sugar. And it can be used in a whole bunch of different ways, um, making it a worthwhile infusion to have on hand. And basically, the re- this recipe requires you to have fruit, in this case, strawberries, your infused honey, and water, warm water. And that's it. Three ingredients. And let me tell you, if you don't have those three ingredients, well, they're pretty easy to find. So no worries about that. Now, the article that I found that had this recipe in it also outlines some of the differences between sorbet, sherbet, ice cream, gelato. And it's interesting because I've eaten all those things, of course, in my lifetime. And I don't always, didn't really always understand what the difference was between all those things. A sorbet is typically fruit, sugar, and water, as I mentioned before um, in this. And that's what we're doing in this particular recipe when you have sherbet, which I haven't had in a long time, but it does sound really good, you're adding a little bit of milk or buttermilk. So in essence, you're getting a creamier sorbet, if you will. And then of ice cream, of course, we're all familiar with it. Ice cream is milk or cream with sugar, fruit or flavorings, and sometimes, of course, eggs as well. And uh, an ice cream made with real cream Holy cow, delicious. But of course, for those of you out there who aren't really big into dairy products for whatever reason, whether it's health or or diet you're following or whatever, not always the nicest. And a lot of commercially made ice creams are full of all kinds of other ingredients. So there's that too. But finally, there was gelato. And I think the gelato, which I didn't write down here for some reason, is sort of a cross between sherbet and ice cream. So there's a little bit more milk than you might find in a sherbet. But all these frozen treats are fantastic things to enjoy in the summertime. And we're going to go with the sorbet because it's simple. It's the simplest one we can do. And while you could infuse some cream and make an ice cream, the other thing I liked about this recipe is that it didn't require really any specialty uh, tools. 
a lot of the times, if you're going to make ice cream at home, you need an ice cream maker. And actually, a lot of the sorbet recipes that I found that looked equally as delicious. One of my favorite websites, Nourished Kitchen, had a strawberry mint recipe, but it required an ice cream maker. And as much as I love making frozen treats in the summertime, I personally live in a country where we get lovely weather for three months of the year and the rest of the year, it's a real shit show. You never know what's going on. And so investing in an ice cream maker, as much as it would be fun to have, becomes just another appliance I have to store somewhere because I'm not using it most times of the year. Ice cream or summertime for sure. I want all the ice cream. I want all the frozen treats and, and stuff like that to help keep cool. But I'm not making ice cream in December. I'm going to tell you that. So that's another reason why I chose this particular recipe, because you really just need a food processor and a decent blender because you are essentially blending frozen fruit. So if you have one of those two things or you need to pick one up, you can probably find one for pretty inexpensive. Maybe you can find a used one out there on Craigslist or Kijiji or whatever. So it's that's not going to be a big barrier to making this particular recipe. So what I would recommend in this one is, and what she does in this recipe, which I will link to in the show notes so you have that, is seasonal fruit. And I think the best way you're going to maximize the flavor of this would be to use the freshest fruit you possibly can. Essentially, what I did is I went to the market, I came home, I lopped the tops off the strawberries, and I put them in the freezer. Because you're go- if if you don't have fresh fruit, you can use already frozen from the store. But I find that the fresh fruit is going to impart a better flavor for you. So I came home, I lopped the tops off, and I froze them whole. Now, if I was to make this again, which when I'm done with this recipe, I just might after I'm finished eating it, um, I would probably quarter the strawberries instead of putting them in whole because it was it would be easier to blend. I used a blender in my case. It is a pretty heavy duty blender. I have a Vitamix, but I don't have a food processor anymore. It might have been easier in a food processor to do the whole fruit, but I found that after so many of the strawberries got blended up, they my my Vitamix was having to work pretty hard to blend up the rest. But fortunately, they do start to soften, so I could almost crush some of the strawberries. But it might have been easier an easier job or task to complete had I quartered the strawberries before putting them in the freezer. So take the tops off, quarter the strawberries, throw them in the freezer for two or three hours until they're frozen. And then you essentially put them in your food processor um, you put them in the food processor or your blender, you blend it up until it's it's like it, you'll start to see that, that creamy consistency almost. They get chopped up pretty small. If you need to help it along a little bit, this is where you're adding some of the warm water. It, it called for a quarter cup. I probably ended up using a little more than that because like I said, my blender was having to work hard again because I used whole fruit instead of maybe cutting it up a little smaller, which would have helped do some of the work ahead of time. Um, so I probably would have had to use less warm water, but you just throw it in there and that's it. And then when it's all done, which I ended up doing in the bowl, if you have the food processor and you got a consistency and it's working through your blender or processor, okay, or food processor, okay, you can add in your infused honey at that time and blend it up until it's well mixed. I did a lot of that by hand because my blender was just not cooperating with me, probably for the reasons I mentioned above. But you add in that infused honey, and I think it just called for a couple of tablespoons. So depending on the potency of your honey, that could be 
a little bit. It could be a lot. You're also tasting it for the sweetness. You don't necessarily want to make this sorbet too sweet. The strawberries really will shine. And I find that my honey has a little bit of a weedy taste, but when I was eating the sorbet afterwards, you didn't really notice it at all. And so after all that's done, you free, you put it back in the freezer and and that's it. That's all it is. And I had some of it uh, a couple nights ago before recording this. And the flavor is phenomenal. You think of that frozen or that ripe strawberry, a juicy ripe strawberry you've just picked or something like that. And that's the flavor you're getting. And that's why I was so impressed with this idea of making sorbet. And I'll probably be making sorbet with other in-season fruits as well later this summer because that flavor was so amazing. And it makes a really nice treat that isn't super sugar laden. If you're wanting something in the evening after dinner, cold, it's going to be it's going to cool you off. It'll be a nice after dinner treat. It's it's pretty healthy as far as uh, cold icy desserts go. You can pro- you can pretty much enjoy this stuff guilt free because it's pretty well blended strawberries with a little bit of your infused honey. And again, you're dosing. You're totally in control of that. Take control of your high life, my friends. Am I right? Woo woo. Um, you can totally control your dosing by infusing it with the honey to your preference. So if you want a little bit of more bit more honey in it, great. If you want to have a stronger infused honey to begin with, that's one other way to do it. I can't remember how strong my honey is at the moment, but it's a moderate dose. It's nothing too crazy. So it's something that might you might be able to enjoy after dinner and enjoy the nice relaxing body high that's going to follow to the degree that you want it to. And that's it. My only other tip that I would make for doing this is to remember that when you take it out of the freezer because you want to serve some, you're going to need to let it rest for about 10 minutes because it will be hard as a rock. And I did, made that mistake the other night. I took it out of the freezer. I'm like, oh, I really want some of the sorbet. It tastes so good. And I had to wait. I mean, there's nothing wrong with waiting, of course, but if you're super excited, if you have guests over or something like that, you are going to want to give it about 10 minutes or so just to soften enough so you can get that ice cream scoop in there and and serve it so it's not so difficult to work with. So that is the recipe for this week. I hope you give it a shot. Like I said, all those show notes will be some in the podcasting app that you're using. Most of the notes will be over at Bite Me Podcast on the on the episode page. And I'll link to all the important things there, things that I've mentioned in this episode and the recipe itself. And that brings me to the question I have for you guys. Is there a recipe that you would like me to try? Or do you have any burning questions? Because I'm always on the lookout for fun new recipes that I can try and infuse. And as you've probably noticed, I take a lot of uh, regular recipes and elevate them a little bit just to show you guys how easy it is to take a recipe that you found on on a favorite website or favorite cookbook or a family recipe or whatever. You can take one of those and tweak it to how you like it and elevate that recipe. So do you have any burning questions for me too? I am working on a a Q&A episode coming up shortly. I've got a couple of questions uh, in the back pocket that people have sent me that I'll be addressing. So if you have any more, by all means, I can make it one big epic episode. And you can always email me questions at bitemepodcast at fastmail.com. Or if you're over on the website at bitemepodcast.com, there is that speak pipe feature, which would be fun to try because it allows you to leave a voice message that I will hear 
And I could probably even import that into the podcast as well. Now there's a thought, something I haven't tried before, but something that could be fun for you to try if you want, would rather speak your question than write your question. So in any case, I hope you enjoy this recipe. I hope you guys are staying cool and I hope you guys stay high. <laughs>